Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also, while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there isn't going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away, unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our first full episode of 2022. Bam. We uh, had a little bit of a late start. We had a little hiccups. We're going to get into that in a minute. <laughs> I also started a new job. So it's been it's been a complicated been a lot of shit. beginning yeah. of the year. But uh, we got a great fucking show tonight. Uh, let's get into the panel here. I'm the Groots. Have you, Hunter. And our guest tonight is... Hey, I'm Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick has been on uh, the GUI flagship podcast several times. Yep. Always always fun episodes, so we're, we're happy to have you this time. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. So I think, what, we tried to do this, what, a few weeks ago, and then... We uh, did, yeah. We, I, I a couple think, COVID uh, couple close contact shit, and then my body decided to start fucking up, and had I was out for like yeah. a week, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been complicated, you know. Like, you know, life, the universe, and everything got in the way of this episode, but we're finally getting to it. Bam! Yeah, <laughs> only three and a half weeks late. There you go. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Luckily, the movie we're covering was uh, has was on Shutter and has stayed on Shutter. So, and this again is a recent film. Yes, twenty twenty one release. This is Prisoners of the Ghost Land. What number is this for us with Nick Cage movies? Seriously. I don't know. It's just it's just becoming a thing. <laughs> I know. Like every year, all right. Uh, we'll at least do one or two. I mean, but motherfucker keeps knocking shit out that we have to cover his movies. I mean, come right? On. Yeah. No, we've done at least two of his, right? Fuck more than that. Willie's Wonderland. Uh, Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. Is there not really another one in between? We that? didn't do Mandy or Color Out of Space, but we have referenced them both in episodes. Okay. Damn, I thought we had done something else of his, but no, I guess you're right. No, no, those are the two. All right. Well, shit. I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of who we who who we've had the most of then because if it's not Nick Cage, who the fuck is it? Oh, I don't know now. Yeah, I can't think of it. However, I will say that this particular movie definitely lives up to the theme of our podcast. Which, Jesus Christ! For anyone who's just joining us, <laughs> is 
Beautiful Disasters, we cover the movies that maybe you haven't heard of as much. The weird movies, the cult movies, the B-side of cinema. That kind of shit. Yeah. You know? And we have fun time with it. You know? This definitely fits that, like, what the fuck is going on in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is straight down that alley. (laughs) It sure is. And... I couldn't have been fucking happier with this movie. <laughs> I made it through about halfway through this movie. I always said, yeah, this is a fucking Groots movie. Because oh, yeah. there's certain movies you go, what the fuck is going on? And I go, yeah, Groots is like, yes, yes. I I love this fucking random ass shit that keeps going on. And this movie's fucking random as a fuck. Oh, like, it, it definitely is. It I, I think it's it's like a creative like bukkake. Yeah. All right? So it's basically like they had... I, I, the director had all these ideas the writers had all these ideas and they just threw everything at the fucking wall i want to say this movie started like a terry gilliam movie like it feels like a terry gilliam movie and then the director's like no 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 no, not enough weirdness all right i want to take that element and also have i don't know cowboys and samurais and and a post-apocalyptic wasteland yeah with people with weird electronic voices and some like it's just all a mash of a, a bunch of crazy yeah. ass shit so much of this came across like you know what i don't know when we're gonna get funding again let's do it all right yeah. <laughs> like what? there was like three movies i said well we can't do all three let's make it one all Someone right went bullshit <laughs> they fucking spent money on this though they legit did you know like they built giant ass sets that fucking wasteland town with the mm-hmm. fucking clock they built that shit. That was huge. That wasn't CGI. I think one of the things that piqued my curiosity is um, Nick Cage literally came out after the movie, before the movie was being released, and said that this was by far the craziest movie he can think of he's been in. And that's coming from fucking Nick Cage. You're like, what the fuck are we going into? And yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, he's right. No, that, he's right. That, that says a lot, but. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. So let, uh, let's let's uh, talk about a couple of the uh, key players here. Uh, the director is Sion Sono, who I've seen a couple of his movies. He he's, he did The Suicide Club, uh, Why Don't You Play in Hell, and Tokyo Vampire Hotel, the series and the movie. But uh, there's a movie that I'm hoping one day we will cover uh, of his called Tokyo Tribe. So he's not as prolific as like Takashi Miike, but he definitely has a weird-ass fucking like, style. Yeah. And I, I will say this movie was fucking gorgeous to look at. Oh, yeah, no. The cinematography, the fucking art direction, the sets, like everything about it was just It was a beautiful. pretty, it was a beautiful, weird fucking movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll yes. definitely agree with you there. Like the visuals were absolutely the highlight of this movie. And yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So of course our protagonist is played by Nicolas Cage. And in the credits, his name is only Hero. He is never actually given a name. Okay. Yeah, I was curious because I was like, <laughs> I can't recall his name except for the little kid that runs out and says, Hero, Hero. I guess that was it. It was the same thing with uh Willie's Wonderland. Like they never actually gave him a name. He was yeah. just the guy. The guy, yeah. The man or whatever it was. <laughs> uh and a couple other recognizable names. Uh we had Sophia Butella. Um who was the female lead. She was in uh, the Kingsman, Hotel Artemis, and Atomic Blonde. Like, uh, I think Kingsman is the main one people will go. The chick with the stilt legs. Right. She was also in that shit version of The Mummy. Yeah, let's, let's just say Kingsman. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she was the female protagonist. Uh, we have our couple villains. We had uh, Bill Mosley. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's kind of the main main yeah. villain, yeah. From the Rob Zombie trilogy, Texas Chainsaw 2, a lot of other genre shit. Yeah, I was going to say. I, mean, I think we've seen I him. Think at, that's pretty we, much, we've seen him at like five, You say ten Rob cons. Zombie, and that kind of covers him, all right? I mean, he, he's kind of typecast into a certain genre, so yeah. it's... Wait, does he have a beard in this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It actually does fucked, he shave anymore? I don't know. It actually fucked me up because um, <laughs> in Texas Chainsaw 3D that came out like 2013, he's in the opening sequence, but he's like no beard. I was like, who? I know that is that motherfucker, but is he allowed to not have a beard in this movie? Yeah, he looks weird without a beard. Yeah. And then uh, the accomplice. We'll get into the accomplice. Uh, Nicholas Cage's like psycho companion, psycho in, in his prior bank robbery days, played by Nick Cassavetes. Oh, back from back after a face-off shit, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- director of the Notebook, like what? Yeah, he was the director Seriously? of the Notebook. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's directed a bunch of movies, a lot of chick flicks, surprisingly, including the fucking Notebook. No shit. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's. That's saddening. I know. Because his dad is John Cassavetes, and that, that motherfucker yeah. was awesome. Uh, his first he, movie was uh, She's So Lovely that um, like had John Travolta and uh, oh, okay. somebody, uh, goddamn, like Sean Penn, which, you know, isn't really a chick flick, but then it's like Notebook and like a, a bunch, you're like, what are you doing, man? Because well, every role he plays, usually he's like some like badass motherfucker. Right. But he's like, I, I just... I like to direct chick flicks. I, I don't know. Now, you, you think he's doing hey. the chick flicks for money, or you think he's just doing those for fun? And I don't doing know. This Who, for the favors? It could be one or the other. He goes, <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I like to play the badass. But I'm, well, he's a I big like, motherfucker. I'm soft inside. Yeah, exactly. And they but definitely the made him look like a goddamn monster in this. Oh yeah. Even before he had the makeup, like he just. Oh, that that opening sequence with the with the bank robbery. I mean, yeah, he, dude, he, I was like, looks... is that the guy from Ramstein? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> he looked fucking like yeah. I didn't even recognize him. All right, so that's basically uh, most of our cast. And we had um, we had a fucking badass. What was his name? Uh, character's name was Yasujiro. For, uh, I didn't write down the fucking actor's name like an asshole. Was that like the main samurai? He was like the yeah. main henchman yeah. for the governor. He was fucking the he, executioner samurai. He looks severe as fuck, and, and he he had some skills with the blade, man. What I like about him though is that he was a badass motherfucker, but he always had that face of like feeling sorry for the person he was about to fucking murder the shit out of. You know that that face you're like, I'm yeah. so sorry, but you, you shouldn't have fucked with me. I'm gonna kill you so fast. But that, like that approach was hinted on when like his sister was talking to him yeah. in the movie of just like her being behind the cage and yelling at him and be like I know you only took this job because you're trying to save me but you realize that he's never going to let you go yeah. so you should walk away from this and you just saw him getting like such a sad but even before that like he, you know how you have those those henchmen they're like yeah. oh I want to kill the fuck out of he, he's like alright who I gotta kill alright these guys okay like it always just seemed like he was like, like clock it in and then like alright well come at me and I'll cut yeah, you in the fucking face he, he did a great job at portraying like you're not the seventh person I've killed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, he definitely had the highest body count of anybody in this yeah. movie. And he never Legit. reacted. He never had that you want to fuck with me face. It's just like, all right, cool. true. All true. Right. Another day, <laughs> another day of the job. All right. So, um, I think the only way we're gonna get through this plot is if I, is if <laughs> you, I yeah you you, you drop it. acid. I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of. <laughs> Rattle off. I took a lot of notes, but I, I'm gonna I rattle can off. See that? Holy here, shit! Here, anytime you want to, you want to make a statement about what the fuck is going on. All right. 
This is probably not going to make a whole lot of sense because the movie is it, bananas. It, what's about to happen for the next 30 minutes is probably going to sound like the ramblings of a crazy person that we had some weird fever dream and we decided to tell you about it. That's yes. the movie. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I, I need to say this. I've already told both of you all this, but like the first time I watched this movie, I fucked up. And I watched it without subtitles. So anytime that there wasn't anything in English, it kind of just kind of left it up to my perception because I don't understand Japanese and I don't understand the slurring that they were just doing specifically for the movie. And it was kind of like I could make enough connections and it was like, okay, this kind of makes sense. I watched it again with subtitles. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> you became more confused. I got more confused yeah. after I watched it all the way through one time, not understanding half of what was being said. And then when I found out what they were saying, it made less sense. Yep. <laughs> that is bananas. I might actually turn off subtitles if I watch it on my DVD copy next time, just to see... What kind of weird experience that is. And just try to forget everything else and then just like then you can just pick up on the like voice inflections yeah. and and the and the physical responses of when people are talking and Holy be like Holy shit. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I I can see how that would that would happen. If that's that's bananas. Yeah. All right, here we go. The movie opens with a fucking beautiful like weird blue toned city they walk into what looks like a saloon slash bank <laughs> yeah there are it's a very festive bank is the best <laughs> way to put it it's blue walls every everything is so colorful everyone's in weird colored suits i noticed that there's everybody seems there's a person wearing all green everything's a person clean. all red it's the only place in the city where everyone's dressed like that too and it's the only business yeah <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> it's so yeah. out of place like it works because that bank interior is white so everybody's clothes are like fucking spot on. Yeah, like. it's it's immaculate, and there is one amenity in the bank, which is a gigantic <laughs> aquarium of gumballs. Yeah, like a giant gumball machine, like that huge. And it's like, what bank has fucking like come in, cash a check, get a gumball? I don't know. Get a cup of gumballs. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we, they, they have a lot of kids come in. I, I have no idea. I, I will say my six-year-old walked past during that part, and I was like, nope, yeah. <laughs> you're going this way. Like, but I want to see the candies. Like, like, no, 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 this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's about to happen. Uh, a duo rolls into this bank to rob it. We have Nicolas Cage and his psycho accomplice. Literally named Psycho. psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they roll in. They're robbing the bank. Shit goes a little sideways. A kid is offering Psycho some a cup of gumballs. Kid does not pick up on social cues. Dude's holding a gun, yelling at everybody in the bank. He goes, "He seems like someone might like bubble gum." I don't like. Hey, kid. Early life lesson. Exactly. Don't approach the dude with the guns, yelling at people. He probably doesn't want bubble gum. I don't know. True. Yeah. So we we realize later that this is a a piece of a flashback. And then we have... Did we, though? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I believe groups did. Yes. So then we are transferred to a red town. Beautifully red, where there, you know, it, it looks like a western town, but there's Japanese, like... Sort of. It, it's, it's western at first. It looks like... All right. It looks like, it looks like a traditional Japanese town, like a small, yes. like, town. Except up to a point, everybody's in western gear, and you're like, okay... But then, also, people are in 
samurai gear, right? I mean, yes, like, and it, it's actually referred to as Samurai Town. There's yeah, like signs yes. up that say Samurai Town. Right. Like, but until the first scenes is everybody towns in, looking like cowboys, and then it cuts back and they're samurais. You're like, okay. And then we're going to get to... Well, we find out that there's also cowboys in Samurai Town. Right. Well, but, but obviously. Who runs Samurai Town? Well, well, before we get there, All right. th- th- this is like the uh, the backstory that's going to make sense in 10 minutes, mm, where yeah, that's your we, we see uh, <laughs> the, our, our female protagonist, uh, Sophia. Oh, yeah. Uh, Her Bernice. Bernice. Yeah. So she's hanging out with some folks, and they end up like running out of town. Yeah, it's like her and what, three other girls? Yeah, yeah. Which, all right, this is where I got confused. Are they captive or are they just on display and they were like, let's get the fuck out of Dodge? So it that's kind of, I wasn't really sure. Oh, God. Well, if you what don't know, then there's no I answer, right? I didn't know right? if they were like, all right, let's get the fuck out of Dodge or what. But they... It was like girls' night, but also girls' night. Yeah. Maybe we'll find a better option get than where we are. So, so my mind went down like such a different like rabbit hole on that. That like I I'll, I'll save that for later. I towards think, when we get towards the end. Right. The context um, comes a lot later yeah. when you're just like, oh, that's why. Yeah. That's what. That's one of the things that like this was. This is one of the parts of the movies that or of the movie that almost made sense. And what's what's Logically. hilarious is that. In the middle of the movie, when we're when we're experiencing like the weird town situation, there's so much fucking exposition that's that's being fed you, so you understand what people are doing. There's nothing in the beginning, so it's a weird weird opening. So we've got we go from like United Colors of the Benetton Bank town to like Red Town where girl leaves, etc. And then uh, fucking Christ, all the beautiful art direction. <laughs> And then we cut to Nicolas Cage getting released from prison. Like he's he he was in shackles and he's like, you know, looking his age and everything, and he's he's getting released. Is he looking his age? Well, I mean, well, he's he's because I mean, like, he's not looking his age. Nicholas, like, Nick he had Cage in the robbery. Nick, Nick Cage released from prison. Looks exactly the same. And that like sixteen, eighteen years was supposed to be going by yeah. in that frame. It's like. Dude, your beard didn't grow. <laughs> well, no, it grew. The black dye that he put in the beard was consistent, all right? Samurai Town has a lot of black dye for that beard, all right? Well, you know what? Hey, uh, jails have different amenities in different places. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm just fashion. saying, sometimes you get flashback and then current time. Yeah. And there's a little difference. Flashback Nick Cage, current Nick Cage, doesn't look any different. So he gets released from prison in like a sumo diaper or yeah, whatever. If that. If that. You know, so he's walking out. He's led out into this into the town. And there's like giggling geisha girls that are just like, let me see your balls. Did they put them out there specifically? Like, is that a routine? Like, release the prisoner. All right, girls, now you know what to do. Because it's almost like they were prepped to start giggling at him as soon as he comes right? out. Like, it was so set up as just like a display thing. Like, every... I, you you get such the vibe that like any other crimes that were committed were just like death. You're done. Yeah. Out. But right. you, they like your balls. We, we like entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, uh, the public is not happy that this monster, who robbed a bank and made some deaths happen, or whatever, is getting released. They're not happy about it. 
Uh, they're making fun of him and shit like that. But he gets he gets up, taken into town square, and then then who rolls up? Yeah, the motherfucking governor. But just to throw everything else out of whack, as we've explained this town with cowboys and samurais, and of course, then you got the governor who's fucking uh, Bill, Bill Mosley. Mosley. That fits nothing, nothing else in this town at all. But you're like, all right, cool. He's the, yeah, he's the guy in charge. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the weird white guy running the Japanese. Not even just a weird you know, white guy because like, he very much pulls in <laughs> that that character from like Devil's Rejects. Where yes, he he's does. very like, are you gonna fuck with me? Like that kind of shit. Oh, he's got great just the aggressive, yeah, the aggressive of, like and kid just a and, controlling narcissist. And somehow you're like, yeah, this that, makes sense. All right. So yes, uh, fucking. We're making yeah, him he, lose he, his place. He has the best goddamn lines. <laughs> All right, so basically, uh, he fucking just he starts into his tirade where he's like basically telling Cage that his adopted granddaughter Bernice has gone missing and needs fucking retrieval from the ghost land, which is the land outside of town. Yeah. Right. I would almost feel like almost a la like Judge Dredd kind of like yeah it's outside just, the city city limits is the wasteland that you just don't really want right. to fucking go to. So he basically there there's a deal. He fits uh, he fits Cage with a leather suit uh, that has weird contraptions. We'll get to in just a second, but he basically says that you have you have a few days to rescue her. Or else, and then once he clicks the fucking like suit together, and puts the key in, puts the key in, and like fucking, he's got these glowing <laughs> orbs that are like fucking little mini bombs. Yeah, he's got them on his neck, on his arms. They look his... like fancy soaps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got two on his balls. Yeah, it's placed like two neck, arms, legs, balls, like and Both balls. literally one ball, one glowing on the one ball, one glowing on the other ball. So the basic gist is that he has a, he has three days to find her and find her unscathed. She has to use her voice print into this uh, giant contraption. Yeah, contraption in his arm like a pit boy. It's funny because like you, you know, <laughs> the little like, some fucking, was, like, get, like it shitty exactly pit boy looked like some. Sh- yeah, because yeah. literally, like the the suit looks somewhat modern. We don't know the time period, but right, and everything looks modern until you get to this giant fucking walkie-talkie contraption on like, his arm that is fucking just giant as shit. And you're yeah. like, looks like a like a, a it looked like a steampunk iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, exactly. everything else is like miniature sized, and then this giant fucking thing that you like press the red button, like it looks like it has toggle switches and shit on it. All right. Yeah. So we're getting a we're getting a lot of explanation explanation here. So he's got three days to find her, unscathed. Uh, she uses her voice to activate two other days that he has to bring her back. But in the meantime, if he gets frisky, or if if shit gets out of hand, some of these fucking like uh like little little, bomb little mini bombs are gonna go off, and if he fails. The ones on his neck are going to go and pop his head. Now, what is it? If he gets aggressive or angry, um, it, it, if he gets was, horny, what's the fuck? It, like, it there's was, so many rules. Like, <laughs> just go, save her. Don't yeah. be angry while you're doing it. Don't try to fuck anybody while you're doing it. Just get her. Get her to say her name and this thing. Um, and as long as you do that, you yeah, you you won't die. Right. Exactly. And uh, we're I don't understand why he can't just be like why he can't have a heart on. Like, God damn, dude, this is restrictive as shit. Well, no, <laughs> they, they they flat out said that uh, there there was a sensor that detected if. He was uh, allowing emotional aggression towards women. 
that would detonate yes. one of the bombs. It was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? What the? <laughs> no, by the way, we should also say nothing on his head or a chip in there, just the suit nose. Now, it's a leather bodysuit. Yeah. Like, it but it looks just like, knows. No, it, it just knows. <laughs> it just it, knows. It's just there. It wasn't like, we, we injected you with a chip that communicate. No, no. no, no Nothing no, just, knows what the brain's doing. Just the suit will fucking know. It just will the, know. The leather can smell your aggression boner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we mention every once in a while that um, Bill Mosley's uh, governor does come through the speaker on his, his set? So just <laughs> oh, to remind him of time countdowns, and countdowns or right. reminders, like you're going to fucking have your head explode. Right. Like they couldn't just put a normal alarm clock on it. Just had to be like, buddy. You got this much time. Like, he like reports, you spent this much time recording this and programming it in. You think it would be like a, a voice, just like you have one day and ten minutes till. The, but it's just like, hey, time, mo- it's hey, motherfucker, you better hurry up. Time remaining, fifty three minutes. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, bitch, you better hurry. God damn it. So we get a we get a brief little uh, fucking uh, motherfucker. You better you better pick up the pace. God damn it. Fuck Where's it. my granddaughter? <laughs> <laughs> we got a brief little altercation here in the town where like some of the deputies are kind of getting they're not happy with him getting being released for this task. Well, we I haven't guess. had that is Nick Cage still badass moment cuz you know, he's been in prison. So right. you have to have a let's see if he can still hold up his own. Like he's got the suit on, which but, which he does. There's a little fight scene. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he gets into it a little skills. bit. It, it, the, pr- the prison for this was also like the crawl space underneath the porch of the sheriff's office. Something, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, also we get to see like uh, the first badassery from um, Tag Saka- Sakaguchi is the actor who plays uh, Yasujiro. There we go. All right, I got badass it. motherfucker. I'm just gonna call him badass motherfucker. He's, he's right? the badass Bam. motherfucker, and he fucking just like kills a bunch of dudes because. He, the, he's just, just because the idea is, is that I mean he is like the right hand to the governor, so uh, this dude that's being released is does you know his purpose is to rescue this adopted granddaughter Bernice, so he's not going to let these dudes kill him. But I, the whole, the whole idea is just to show that he's a badass. Yeah, I was going to say because yeah. he literally they start attacking Nick Cage and Nick Cage is holding up, but then it's, it's he starts to get outnumbered. And you know when a motherfucker's badass because he just stands there and then he eventually like kind of looks like you want me to do my shit and then puts the hand on the blade and pulls it out. That's that's the motherfuckers you gotta watch out for. The guys that just run into shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking rookie ass motherfucker. No, no, no. The he, dude that stands there and goes, It's the time and then pulls the blade out. You need those me now. Those are the guys you gotta watch out for. Yeah. All right. Is it my turn yet? Exactly. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> let's fuck some shit up. Yeah, yeah. Uh you you seven, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he does that. <laughs> Multiple times, uh, I feel like he kills more of his own people through the movie than anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Lessons got to be taught over and over again. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, we'll we'll get into other stuff later because I feel, yeah. You know, all right. So we everything right, is set up. Track. Yeah. All right, let's everything's set up. So they the give him a car. The car. The car. All right. Here <laughs> like, this is where this movie goes. <laughs> Fuck you if you think you know what's gonna happen. Right. Everything up until this point kind of still made sense. Yeah. So he's like, take the car. It's a fucking Toyota Celica. Like an old one. And he drives it like eight feet, gets out, and grabs a bicycle and starts driving away. And the governor's mad. He's like, well, he's not, not going like to be able to succeed. He, he got in the thing, floored it to the other end of the block, power slid until he got closer to the fucking basket one speed. Yeah, <laughs> literally a little girl's bike, it looks like, because 
It's Nick Cage, and that bike is not a full size bike. No, it's like a three quarter. Like the, there, there's a full like basket. And girls bike off, just, and the governor's like, "Are you ex- like you're gonna fucking fail, dude? <laughs> what are you doing?" And Nick Cage is just like, "Fuck you, fuck you. I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing here. If you want to explode my head, okay. Yeah, but he makes his right hand <laughs> I samurai, dude. Catch up with him in the car, and be like." Need to take the fucking car. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, there's okay. No, you've got countdown happening. The little girl bike is not going to um, make it in the wasteland. All right. All right. I got to interject Even there I too. I kind of wanted that to continue. All I right. I know, but at the same time, like watching that, I thought at every time that he took another another step with it, I thought he was going to crash on that thing, and I don't think he was acting. I think it was actually just such a small bike that he was having trouble riding oh, yeah. anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> He almost bailed on that thing like nine times. So eventually he gets convinced by the right-hand yeah. man. So he gets I guess back I'll in the car. The car okay, which is off. then awesome because he speeds off. And then the right-hand man, and I guess they're like a mile back from the town. And he just looks at the bike like, really? Uh, I got to ride this fucking bike back to the town? Yeah, so, then, so then he's got to ride the, the little yeah. girl bike back in a kimono and just like, don't let him like, get in the chains. I was just a badass like fucking five minutes ago. Now I'm riding this fucking bike oh, back. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of crashes, so <laughs> he's riding in. Good segue. He sees a weird ass fucking like sign that says like danger area 244 or whatever the fuck. You mean the one that just keeps spinning so you have no idea yes. where the danger you know, is? He's driving the Like Celica. don't go this way, I think. He's driving the Celica like a boss. And then he rolls up uh, <laughs> on a fucking weird ass. Like he like suddenly there's just a crew. In yeah, front of him, it looked like it looked like ghost samurais is the best way I could put it because they yes. just appear out of nowhere. It looked like a samurai chain gang. Yeah. Okay. It's like samurais, and then there's a bunch of dudes in stripes. Yeah. And then there's a bus with a guy with that looks like Freddy Krueger in it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But that's about. And then and then he just guns it in their direction, and then they bright light him. They bright light him, and then suddenly uh, the car is up on and a hill. This is my crashed. first indication of. I know I'm watching this movie, and I didn't pause or blink, but I don't know what the fuck happened. Because right. literally he's like, all right, full speed ahead, and then they turn the bright light on, and the next shot is just the car on its kind of side, and he's coming out. Like, he's, like, on the ground outside of it. I'm like, did I, did, did I miss a scene? What the fuck happened? We have a dream sequence <laughs> back in the blue, uh, blue town where he's... Seeing some flashes, and he sees images of the kid. That's right. That yeah. was from the bank robbery. Every once in a while, when he gets knocked out, he goes back to this, yes, this, he, this yeah, situation. Yeah. He gets knocked out a lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah. And then he also sees, like, he's, like, walking by, like, like a mountain ravine pass, and he looks up, and there's, like, some weird-ass statue people. And then he fucking wakes up on the back of a cart that's being dragged by some... Wasteland peasants? Wait, I don't yeah, know. Wasteland pa- peasants. And then we get a weird... That apparently I, have a huge access to toilet paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And we have weird-ass characters. Like, this is where we get introduced <laughs> to Ratman, which... Yes. Ratman, but Rat seems Man. to almost have more what I would say is feathers and shit like that, but it has an electronic voice and he just is asking, just braiding yes. fucking Nick Cage with the weird robot voice. <laughs> there's that. There's the, the fucking weird ass scavenger dudes that have all the metalwork on them. Yeah, and then you get the mannequins. Oh, that's, that's and at first he's going through, and there's a mannequin. You're like, oh, you know what? 
this actually makes sense. You see a lot of post-apocalyptic movies, and they go, you know what? We got mannequins around. Let's just. But then you start seeing mannequins that moving. look like people, and, and moving. Yeah, the mannequin it, people freaked me the fuck out. I was like, what the fuck? That is was pretty this? fucking creepy and cool. So. Like, it, uh, I was good with it, especially with the first one. That like, then the head turns. Like, wasn't expecting that. All right, yeah. right now we're actually getting a little bit into the ooh. mannequin people in in weird new. This town. is the part of the movie where you go. I know I didn't take acid. But it feels like it's kicking in right about now because shit gets pretty fucking bonkers, man. It gets <laughs> big in scale because he ends up, he finally gets dragged into this giant town square. And there's all the fucking like weird toilet paper mummy people. And there's a fucking preacher in a box. And there's a fucking giant clock tower. Now, this, this was what I was saying with what the ass part. Fuck? Because you'll notice there's this giant clock and these dudes have the hand of the clock on a rope. And they're holding it, and they're struggling. It's like tug of war. And they're going, we don't, we, we're holding time. And you're like, what? What? I, I, okay. So yeah. this is one of the things that watching <laughs> it the first time without actually having the, without having the subtitles made more sense. I thought they needed that metal for something. Yeah. I mean, they're like, trying to pull it off. He's like, my, my bladesmithing ass is like, I could make some shit yeah. out of that, and you're trying to get it off of the thing find out later like no they're trying to hold it in place like motherfuckers that's what anchors are for yeah <laughs> all you had to do is tie it in place like, you didn't have to have someone 24 7 like, like trying to pull it back shifts of holding <laughs> this fucking tug of war with this giant fucking clock it's like it's already on a rope just tied to something there was lots of big <laughs> shit yeah they're fucking right, we'll, get, we'll get to the pimped out fucking <laughs> carnival trucks later but, but let's get to the leader <laughs> let's get to the leader of this Yes. Whole thing because everybody's got toilet paper or covered in just weird shit. And Random plastic the bags blowing by like the crustiest library motherfucker comes out and he's the fucking leader. He's like, Hello there. And you're like, wait, what? His and name I, is Enoch. Yeah, Enoch. But he this this <laughs> white dude with glasses that like is like, I lead these people. And you're like, How? You don't you're just like this. Basic motherfucker. Well, this is the weird part of this movie because this is really some kind of. Crazy I guess because he can read. I, I, yeah, I don't this know. Is a, this is a crazy person's like nightmare dream, like 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 you said, fever dream. Yeah. Where like all the major characters are like Western actors. Yeah. For some reason. And, and meanwhile, everyone else is just doing like synchronized like interpretive dance, interpretive dance, and then just making weird sounds out of nowhere. Like there's just. Shit going on. You're like, what? Like the the kid that's the long haired kid that's part of the rat squad that just will just look and just scream for no reason and and react and just run and then scream, point, and run. That's his job in this gang. Like your oh, job yeah. is you see something, you scream, and you run. Okay. By yes. the way, that motherfucker turned into the Flash. Yeah, yeah, he's the fastest fucking kid ever. So. Goddamn right. Okay, so where, Cage, where are we? Cage is waking up, waking up on the fucking cart. And he's like, everybody's touching him and, and looking over him, and he starts to freak the fuck out. Enoch, this uh, preacher dude, comes out, and Cage starts to like defend himself. He's like, oh, 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 I'll fucking karate chop you. And he literally <laughs> says, karate chop. You are not ad libbing. He literally that, used the that, term, I will karate chop you. I will you. karate chop you was yes. not a paraphrase. Yeah, he said, <laughs> he's like, he's doing moves, and he's like, hi, fucking yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's like, is there any shit. chance some of this movie might have been ad-libbed? Or did, like, like is it in the script, I'm going to karate chop you? Or is it like, Nick, just say what you want, God, just say I, what you want. You know how much I wish and hope that on the original script, hi, fucking yeah" was in there? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, God, that would, God, that would be amazing. Chop, motherfucker. Hi, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, we wrote this for you, Nick. So, yes. Uh, so he explains his purpose there. It's like, I, I'm i not staying. I don't give a shit about your fucking prophecy where we can't leave. I need to find this girl, and then I'm getting the fuck out because I don't have the time. And then he literally walks down a line of mannequins and finds her well, immediately. No, they tell He says, has anybody seen this chick? And he has a photo. And, like, and people, no, fucking people, start, raising and people start raising their hand going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, and they're like, she's with the mannequins. And so Nick Cage goes through mannequin after mannequin, taking tops off. And the dude that designs the mannequins, if you could help me with this. Yeah. Dresses them? Really, yeah, gets or? really upset because he's like, you're fucking up my mannequins. And Nick Cage is like, fuck off. I'm trying to find this chick. Yeah, he's some weird fetish goth dude. <laughs> but and I guess if you're, <laughs> if, if you put the mannequin shit on, then you... So yeah, just become a man again. You don't actually, <laughs> and you lose you lose the ability to speak or move on your own. Like, is it our drugs? Like, so this the, is the part the, where, these, yeah, exactly. The, these it, are people that have seen some shit out in the ghost land, and they're just so traumatized. They're like, "Do you mind if I put some plaster on you, make you a man so again?" Then, I just yes, want to go away now. <laughs> then he makes them dolls. So he, yeah, there's pieces of mannequin like kind of uh, collaged over them, and he like three or four people in. He finds fucking Bernice. Like immediately, yeah. and she's nonverbal, and he's like, "Oh well, fucking, uh, that's it. We're going." So he puts her on a fucking cart yeah. and just starts wheeling around the town. He's he like, doesn't take the shit off her. He's just like, "Get in a cart. I'll drag you to yeah. the fucking car." Mission accomplished. Just fuck it. And at this point, they're yelling at him like, "You can't fucking leave because you'll run into." Yeah, they're they're the, talking about like oh, whatever the demon. Happened, There's happened. a lot of emphasis on the demon, which I guess is the ghost samurais he ran into earlier. I guess so yeah, yeah, but like the so it, it's obvious that it's based around like a prophecy that they can't leave, but they never bothered explaining that there was a prophecy. Yeah, there, there's all they know is that like after you get to a certain point, some people saw some flashing shit, and they said, there's "I guess we should stay here." Dump later that will kind of explain it. But kind of, yes, kind very of, much kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Kind of is optimistic on that one. So <laughs> on his way out of town, he rolls into like the area with all like the weird scavenger dudes that have these fucking crazy ass blinged out carnival trucks. Oh yeah. That's that are nice. Like, yeah, everything is all beat up cool beat as to shit. shit. But those trucks were like fucking primed. And I up. wanna say those the- trucks were also in Tokyo Trot. Probably so, yeah. Like they're they're fucking I don't I don't know what subculture You talking about rat rat man's crew, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, Whatever that was subculture absolutely... in Japan that makes those, like they obviously got them, and they were just happy to have them in a movie. That was absolutely the part of that town where I would have been spending all of my time. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. No. No doubt. That would have been your crew. <laughs> been like, I'm right. building this shit. Uh. So yeah, he passes through there. He he steals a gas can to go fill up the old Celica. And as he's doing that. Oh man! Then we run into like uh, he fills up the Celica, and then he's like, "All right, I, I'm gonna un, I'm gonna get all this mannequin shit off you." So he starts taking pieces well, off of Bernice, right? Well, this is where it gets a little weird because he starts saying, "Take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off," and it gets a little fucking creepy. It take does. it off, and then take he starts like. He's he's freed her face. He starts pouring water in her mouth, in her open mouth. And he's like, "Oh yeah," and, then, <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> oh shit! He gets I oh, start getting wide. We're like, gonna throw this mm-hmm. out there. I'm pretty sure he was getting turned on <laughs> by the water dribbling out of her mouth, and that's when we start hearing the beeping going on. And in he the looks crotchal down area. in his crotch. And one of his balls blows up. Yep, the, it, it explodes. And in case you're like, wait, was that near his balls? 
No. no. It's a ball because on the ground is Nick Cage's fucking testicle sitting right there. Like, properly just cut <laughs> off at the epididymis. Yeah. <laughs> Blown straight nope. out the sack, nope. out his pants. Nothing there except for the ball <laughs> and the vast difference. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he picks it up, right? He like, picks it up and looks at it and faints. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't? <laughs> But yes, so now we understand. Okay, yeah, this suit don't works. Drink, don't dribble water around him because he'll lose his other testicle. <laughs> yes, we know that. Okay. Oh goddamn! Watch how you're drinking. <laughs> so we instantly go back into uh, a dream sequence again, more Dreamtown shit, and this is where we get like the full. Uh, this is the big robbery of the bank robbery. Okay. So we got flashback to the bank where uh, the psycho and him. Uh, we're doing the thing, and then his, his accomplice, Psycho, basically goes Mister Blonde on well, the bank. Well, before, well, he's about to. He's, he's he looks like he's about to start, and then the kid comes up with the bubble gum. Yeah, and then he points a gun, and that's when our Nick Cage is like, "Are you fucking stupid? Are you crazy? Don't and kill then, kid. Yeah, and then yeah. pretty much jumps, knocks him over, and that's when yeah, he he goes Mister Blonde is like yeah. All right, a bullet for everybody. I'm going to start taking out motherfuckers. Mr. Red, you're getting shot. Mr. All Green, you're getting shot. Just pop, pop, pop. Yeah, he kills the guards. He starts shooting motherfuckers around there. They have a big fight. Um, and they, uh, they end up getting, like, like, Cage and Psycho bust out the front door, like, a, like out of a saloon style. <laughs> Seriously. Into the fucking street where there's all kinds of onlookers and stuff. And, and, and about, I don't know what, 20 fucking cops yeah, 20 rolled cops up in there. Yeah, 20 cops show up. They got guns trained. These cops are just going to wait outside while everyone's getting slaughtered inside. Pretty much. It's like, they got that guns. Seems like the, that seems we like got plan. some katanas. And apparently, even though he's part of the crew, the guy with the gun is the bad one. The other guy, well, he doesn't have a gun, so <laughs> pretty much... Uh, he just, I mean, he puts his hands in the air. Like, yeah. I'm done. But Psycho is like, Psycho's like, I can take no. him. There's only 20 of them. I got a gun. So he starts shooting at the cops. Cops st- shoot him a couple times. In the exchange, a few bystanders get hit in the crowd. What are you talking about? As Nick Cage turns around, just starts running, and the cops, not acknowledging bystanders like in front of him, just start shooting at him and t- yes. not hitting Nick Cage, mind you, but hitting. Everybody else. I'm yes. pretty sure, like looking at looking at that closely in that slow mo, like half of the cops were sitting there just completely closing their <laughs> yeah. eyes and just yes. blind firing into the crowd, not hitting Nick Cage at all. But if you were anywhere near Nick Cage, you're fucking you're, dead. If you're on that half of the square, you are fucked. Yeah. So they absolutely take out a, a mother and shoot her daughter in the leg, which. We saw a little like uh, when he's unwrapping, scar yeah, on Bernice it ends up being Bernice connection. Aha! So uh, mom's fucking, fucking dead, and we find yeah, out mom's dead. So that that's his realization dream sequence. He wakes up and somehow fucking stands up minus a ball. Which oh I yeah, he's I, recovered by that now. I yeah. don't know uh, how yeah. the fuck. I wouldn't not not bleeding out at all. Just like you know, no, well, the no. leather suit just seals it in. I I, 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 guess I think so. I don't know. Self sealing, <laughs> barely limp and walking. So yeah, he stands <laughs> up minus a ball, and then almost immediately, Psycho and his uh, fucking samurai chain gang crew of like weird zombie prisoners 
shows up and kind of attacks, but it's not like a full attack. What's weird, because some of them seem to be zombie-like. Yes. And like, other ones are just dudes that are just running up on them. There's no, like, yeah, these guys, this part of our crew, they think they're zombies. We don't, but we just let them in there. There's kind of an exchange, but then it ends. And <laughs> it just was kind of confusing, because, like, but they start going, and that's where, I guess, the aggression part of Nick Cage comes out that he's not allowed to have. Like, right. Because he's fighting them off, and then you hear beeping. And I guess he utilizes it to help him in the situation with being attacked, but I guess he also yes. sets off a bomb yes. on his uh, arm. His, his arm, his right arm, that one goes off. So it fucks up his like elbow, like and his arm is dead now. Yeah, I mean it's just you can see just chunks out of his fucking arm. But he did take out some motherfuckers with that. So yes, at least he did. Yeah, that like eight. Takes out eight people in like the top part of his <laughs> yeah, arm. <I> know. <laughs> but you know, they leave. And then, you know, he's injured again. So I think Bernice ends up bringing him back to the town. Yeah, they and come back to the town, and that's where or the wasteland town. Yes. And that's where then it's like all right, we got to get together, and then you have to, like, let's all work together to make it back to Samurai Town. We got to yes. defeat the demons, which is This the is gang. where we get the exposition dump of why they are where they are. Yeah. Because there was the, the, the it was the story of the Mile 244 disaster, where basically, like, all these nuclear power plants that were, like, all fucked up and bad for their, you know, nature, I guess. Where, you know, the, uh, one truck with all this, like, fucking, like, nuclear waste drove into a truck of... Or convicts. A, a bus of convicts. Yep. And boom, exploded. Pretty much like the scene from Fast and Furious, except nuclear and waste. gave them all a uh, scalding atomic disease, yep. is what they said. Yeah. I was like, okay. Wait, and, while this is being told by, like, a full choreographed crew of... 10 or 12 interpretive dance yes. children. Yes, and they have like drawn lot. art that is displaying it. So it's like, this. Like, we will tell you the tale of the convicts in the nuclear yes. waste. But they're like answering people's questions yeah. like in unison as well. It is it is very well produced local theater, yeah. honestly. They've had some time, yeah. And in the meantime, Bernice um, has got gotten her voice back. And oh, she disarms. had to. She and had disarms. To, yeah. His three-day uh, head-popping uh, thing, so he gets a couple extra days on his uh, on his explosive. Which again is craziness to them because when she comes back, those mannequins they never fucking talk. She's she's not supposed to talk anymore. Like, how did you find your voice? Like, it it it's in my throat. Yeah, I figured out where it was. <laughs> so after this, after that weird ass scenario, well, we have a, a short sequence back in Samurai Town with the governor where he is. <laughs> trying to like rally the rally everybody and like be the man he's like bring me america make it rain and he's like throwing around dollar bills and shit <laughs> it's yeah it's it's yeah. really bizarre because obviously he's like come on let's make this america like he's like, it, like so, suddenly samurai turn town turns into like the strip club yeah. on its worst night in the middle of like, like tallahassee a, he's like yeah. a texas like <laughs> oil tycoon that is just run into the japanese town it's like come on bitches let's get to go well, let's this get to go on place. Now. Yeah, and what? And there's one she talks. She sasses him. You, you can't sass him. There's there's a few things you can do, but you don't sass. That's right. And he wants to make a lesson out of the sassing. Right. Well, this was also the one that um, uh, was instrumental, maybe in in springing or getting Bernice out yeah. of town. 
So he has, of course, his right hand. Goddamn. Yasujiro. Yasujiro. Keep, keep having a look at it. I just want to call him Badass Motherfucker. I don't He's know why we had to give him that name. Bam. Well, that's, that's <laughs> his name. But yeah, no, he, he has him fucking like do the whole like samurai head choppy deal. And it's, yeah. it's very dramatic. Very dramatic. It's, it's nice you don't. Dramatic. I don't think you actually see the head. There's the what's on her, like the flower. He or places something. a rose. Yeah, like which like is kind of her cool. kimono by her neck, and then of course the rose comes off. What bothered me about that scene was like the other guy that was sitting there, like holding her in place, like never moved his hand from her shoulder. So you want to see his like, fingers, man? Like, like <laughs> yeah, you better be good they, they, with they, that, that positioning. Like you got you got some trust in Yasu, in Yasujiro's skills on that. <laughs> um, right. Otherwise, like. All right, so then uh, <laughs> it's just set up that if you question the governor, you say anything, you done anything, wronged him in any way, I, he's going to make an example out of you in front of everybody else with his right hand man. Now, I, I do think it's important to note that that is one of the people that helped um, his granddaughter escape. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Right. It, it, it wasn't just a matter of assassin. Right. Yeah, but I'm just exactly. saying it there was, was that on top of it. But she's also he does not like to look foolish in front of him so on top of everything right. else she's also kind of like making yeah. him look like a fucking dickhead so oh yeah no, right no she was made an example of exactly all right so then we cut back to cage who's uh who who's awake and and he, he's pumped up now he's back in the town he's uh, and he's had like dreams where he is now on a redemption path you know he was he was brought he was allowed to be brought back to life or some bullshit like that and he's just like, holy shit, I'm radioactive. <laughs> and he is like, he's trying to like rally the whole town. Oh, you don't this, have is to this be, a speech? This is it. You oh, know? man. That's, he, that he, speech where he's just like, my fucking arm. And then he goes yes. full cage. Yes. And he goes, my fucking testicle is gone. Like, like, and the my cageness that we testicles. were waiting for. Yeah. Testicles. We're all like, going home or yeah. whatever. You know, it's like, holy <laughs> shit. Okay. This is off, way off any rails that it could have been on. But it's just great because he's standing up there hovering over everybody as he's doing this speech. and Like, he calls attention to himself from the whole town. Yeah. None of that needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but he fi he fires the people up like fucking... Uh, yeah, let's yeah. let's fucking do it. We can beat the weird nuclear samurai gang. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the weird nuclear samurai curse. Like, we can do this. We can do this. Like, let's not... Look, I'm missing a fucking ball and I want to do this. Like, believe in me. He's bravehearting the fuck out yeah, of those he is. people. You know, he's just like, come on, <laughs> look at my ball. <laughs> so then we cut back to uh, Yasujiro, badass motherfucker, and he's walking the streets of fucking Governor's uh, Samurai Town. Now, I think this is this is only what I think could possibly be happening, is that there are, are roving crews of samurai dudes that really don't like the fact that they're letting out like convicts and shit and they just have a bone to pick and maybe some of the deputies feel the same way because motherfuckers keep trying to like screw with him and he just offs every motherfucker. Oh dude, there's one scene where he grabs a dude and he has him next to one of those uh, lanterns. Paper lantern. Paper lanterns. Takes the blade, pops it, and you see the blood, blood splatter in the paper lantern. That was fucking awesome. I knew you were going yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. That was the best kill in the movie. Yeah, it was. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was so fucking awesome. Yes, exactly. I had that written down too. Yeah. <laughs> and and we get some we get some a little bit of an explanation as to why this dude is the henchman in for the governor, which is his fucking sister, right? Right, exactly. The sister's like, you know, you're just doing this, so I'll get out or whatever. Like <laughs> 
which I'll be honest, is cool, but like I don't know if we really needed it. It's, it's just kind yeah, of no, like it's, it's it's like a redemption thing for him, just so you know. Like, yeah, I know you can kind of tell he was a little bit kind of guarded, and he doesn't seem like the kind of fucking prick that would work for the governor. But here, here you go, so you know he's actually not that bad a guy. So I'm going to interject here. That was one of the main scenes of this that, like, watching through the first time without understanding what was being said, I was like, some other shit's going on here. <laughs> and, like, my mind was like, is this going to a power play, or is this just, like, fucking guilt tripping, or does he have, like, a moral standing? And then it just became like, oh, no, this is still completely selfish reasons. He just hates everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Like, it would have been so much better. And, like, when I, when I was thinking, like, uh, is he thinking that, like, he might just be, the, the, the town might be better off if, like, he's in charge and, like, yeah. second guessing the governor? Yeah. No, like, no, 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 just, like, fuck those guys. Yeah. The, the, that was it. It was like, being, oh. they, they were being assholes. I had they to were fucking, being assholes, I and I take care of assholes. Yeah. Ah. Uh. <laughs> god damn it all right so this is when we get back to cage and his crew right Um, they're all set up the army of everybody he and they're fucking like they're like fixing all the cars in town and they're getting all those build up like montage like let's get everything ready yeah we're gonna fucking we're gonna power through this fucking those pimped out trucks going which i i wish we had a scene where the trucks actually rolled man god yeah but i will say this is where this movie definitely goes off the norm because you get the build up and then you get the confrontation and the fucking demon gang fucking rolls up there yes. and you're like here we go ghost samurais versus these people the rat the rat crew and everybody oh, yeah. else and and, then, and the result is like <laughs> psycho yeah literally cage like, he goes buddy oh. hey buddy and like walks up and you're like wait you guys are supposed like, to like throw down yeah exactly <laughs> like, it's yeah, like oh they, shit They've just been killing people for the last, like, whatever, 15, 20 years that this has been going on, and the yeah. solution is like, buddy, I- hi. And then, here's the thing, <laughs> is is you literally go, wait, but didn't he, like, run off right when they were about to get caught by the cops with Psycho? And Psycho, and you, so you're like, this probably isn't going to go well. But then Psycho's like, ah, yeah, don't forget about that. I got nuclear waste on me now. I mean, that sucks ass. Right, like, no, no he, the, he did flat out say, like, you know what sucks? Having your friend bail on you. Yeah. But you know who the bad guy is? The governor. Yeah. He's like, right. He doesn't even know who the governor is. Yeah. <laughs> he gives, and, and like Cage gives him a little bit of shit like, well, I, that, that was some fucked up shit, man. But like, you were always so much fun when you had a couple shots, shots of whiskey. Shots of whiskey. And, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a weird thing because you're waiting for shit to go down and they're just kind of like, man, I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, you're, you look weird with all your skin melting off and shit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my right ear's kind of funky now. <laughs> so they basically <laughs> just, <laughs> you, you expect this big showdown. They just, they just may, end up making a side deal where it's just like, Psycho's like, hey, uh, we'll let you guys go, pass, whatever. Uh, you just have to kill the governor. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you for something because yes. I there was don't no know. no reason for it. I don't know the significance <laughs> of it, but they've come to that agreement. And then the weird ghost samurai demon gang goes, check this shit out, and makes a mushroom cloud no, explosion. No, 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 no. no. I, I, once, uh, once Psycho said, like, as long as you kill the governor, we'll let you pass, he raises his hands and just triggers a nuclear explosion. Yeah. So they could have just triggered nukes at any point in time. What is that? Please help, help me out, uh... man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I was kind of hoping if anybody could be like, well, what well, you missed or you might not have heard. 
Okay, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. No, this is like trying There's to... There's no reason for there, a mushroom cloud explosion. There, were, there was no reason for it other than him being like, you know what, we're going to disappear, and instead of it just being a flashing light this time... Can you, explain, like, can you explain the weird-ass bitch in Eraserhead with the fucking yeah. crazy cheeks all right, well, singing the song? Then exactly. I, it's I some better, shit like that. I feel better God, knowing... I get a migraine every time I watch that movie, and I like it. Yeah, I know. Well, it's meant <laughs> I, to be I that I just way. feel better that I know that all three of us are on the same page. I have like, no fucking clue what the no, motion clouds about. That, that was absolutely insane. But uh, now we get it. Now it. Now it's yeah. it's on to the fucking governor. So yeah, yeah. The governor is <laughs> reveling in his fucking town. He's like, "Welcome to my animal farm. Long live the animal farm." He like animal he, farm. He's just chewing the goddamn scenery. Yeah, he is. It, it, Bill Mosley had I think the most fun in the like of everybody in this movie. He was anytime. Can I just be as ridiculous and like again a Texas uh, oil tycoon? Like I'm just fucking crazy. Like. Yep. And, and just see if I can get 20 other people to start chanting the same shit I yeah. say behind me and like cheerleaders. <laughs> All right. And, and fucking Cage shows up with Bernice and he's got a football helmet on now. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's got like a big ass like arm... Thing. Can, can I say at this point I lost my shit because they were all talking in the middle of town square then and someone's like, oh shit, look! Like, they just like saw something on the horizon, they're like 20 feet away. Yeah, it's <laughs> It, like, it was almost in the like, middle of the street. It almost like, turned how? into the the scene from uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they see the guy from far away, and they say, "No, he's there," and he stabs him because they're like, "Who is that?" And then Nick Cage what is like is it, right in front like, of him. Like, yeah, they're right all talking there. like, "Oh, he's not gonna make it." Oh, damn! Yeah. There you are. <laughs> and of course, uh, the governor rolls up, and he's like, "Oh, my Bernice, my Bernice." And Cage is like, give me the fucking key. Yeah. Right goddamn right now. now. Right now. And he's like, ah, no. <laughs> no, you degenerate pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, well, there you go. So he's not holding, Governor's not holding up his end of the bargain. And then, oh, uh, surprise, the, the fucking sister is on a minigun. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, I, like, I forgot what? about that. Well, <laughs> literally, there's, all right, so Cage is there and they're surrounded by um, a lot of, Western motherfuckers with yeah, guns. All the deputies. And then behind them, some samurais Samurai. as the town sets up. Yeah. And then just this Gatling gun, unattended, J right just in front that, of them. That's just sitting there. <laughs> just sitting there, loaded, ready to go. Directly, if you say someone were to jump on there, quick access to just it's mow down everybody. It's not pointed at the gate, it's pointed at the town square. Yeah. But I, just, I, 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 I very will. disorganized with <laughs> how they're placing the Gatling gun, all right? I, I will at least say, like, earlier in the movie when she started acting like she was a little bit nuts, everyone's response was like, here, play with this robot. And her response was like to grab the robot's yeah. arm guns and be like, gah, 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 which gah, I think gah, right gah, before gah. this town scene, yeah, you you get a quick preview and she's like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> again, don't load up the gun. Have it pointed at pretty much most of your army and then let the crazy girl anywhere near it because she's not even on team cage she's on team i'm fucking crazy and jumps yes. in there and just mows down what like 40 motherfuckers so this is or, more or, or at least you know if if you have armed weapons ready and soldiers have someone at the damn post this by the way <laughs> true this goes back to a movie we covered not that long ago um rambo 4 in oh, which yeah. <laughs> the whole setup of Rambo Four's final battle sequences is we have the most one of these badass fifty cal yeah, yeah. guns 
but we got two incompetent motherfuckers guarding it at the top of the hill, in which then Rambo fucking shows up, kills those guys, and then uses their own weapon to mow down most of their army. Same yes. shit happens here, except we yes. didn't get a, a neck um, pull, a, a throat slash. So True, yeah. true. But besides that, again, just take Rambo out, put in Crazy Lady that makes robot sounds, same thing. So we get the most frenetic <laughs> uh, sort of like end sequence situation. So Sister jumps on the minigun, mows down some of the dudes. Cage is fighting uh, deputies, Western style, where he's he's got a six gun, he's shooting at him like fucking like, Left and right. It goes back and forth between Bernice, fighting the Western guys, fighting the Samurais, yeah. in different styles. Bernice rolls out. Uh, she, like, the sister gets shot a couple times. She's trying to take her away. She ends up with a fucking Samurai sword at one point. Ellen up, motherfuckers. Uh, she kind of had some skills. I was I was kind of shocked with that. Badass yeah. motherfucker, Yasujiro. Like, uh, you think... They're going to square up, him and Bernice. No, he walks past her and fucks up a bunch of other samurai. Uh, Cage is doing just fine. That that throat slice from Bernice where the blood was like spurting from the lower abdomen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, make it look like it. No, no, no. Uh, like, we, we gave up. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Kill samurai. And then, of course, uh, we, get the, we get the cage reveal. The cage, cage reveal, where like someone's pulling on his on his <laughs> hand. He, you know, he he, sta- he stabs somebody, and his hand's stuck in the guy. Yeah, or at least what we thought was his hand. And then pulls he it pulls out, out, and he's got a fucking samurai sword. Yeah, in the, his the best way to describe it is is like if anybody's watched Walking Dead, what um, fuck, like Daryl's brother that I, I can't remember, but he had the knife hand mm-hmm. with yeah, yeah. the yeah. It's pretty much that, but it's not even a knife. It's more of a sword. Yeah, it's like an oversized push knife on a gauntlet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we got... um, It had to happen. Uh, Cage versus badass motherfucker. Yeah. Samurai. Holy shit. Versus seven other samurai at the same time. Yeah. Which... That they're both fighting while fighting each other. Exactly. And badass motherfucker stops... Trying to kill Cage and kills all the other yep. guys, almost as if like, fuck these guys anyway, because like I'm not technically like, a bad they, guy, but also I, I I can't deal with you other motherfuckers. I need to be one on one, right? And then okay, so he takes they take him out. Holy shit! This is leading to the single best line of the movie. Yes, you talking about when it's one on one and they're back and forth as you would have. He, Cage has his his sword arm. Dude has his sword. They're fighting. Back and forth. It goes back. Cage punches him a few times. And? And then kick to the crotch. (laughs) (laughs) The ball kick. Retaliated with a punch to the crotch. Yeah. And And Cage, they're looking at each other. Just kind of look, trying to catch their breath and both looking at each other in the eye of be like, who's going to move next? And just like, and just a slow, like, realization <laughs> of both of them just be like, hold up, I need a second. Yeah. And Cage screams out. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like, screams out, oh, wait, you kicked, you punched me in the fucking other ball. Fuck! <laughs> and they both take a good 30-second <laughs> ball <laughs> reaction is the best way I can put it. Where they both go, wait, we got to hit the balls. We don't need to fight for 30 seconds. Time right? out, Time guys. out, yeah. Time out. 
Meanwhile, we got a we got a quick shot of the fucking governor rolling past his crib, and all the geishas have robbed his ass and are humiliating. Oh, him. They're, and they're not like robbing him; they're making fun of him. They're like, "You fucking suck, asshole!" <laughs> like you told us you were gonna have a statue, and and You're the not fu- shit. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is up to this point, governor's like, "You fuck with me, I will fucking destroy you." And he comes in, he's like, "Come on, what's going on? Come on!" Like, and he, he it, like his true colors are showing up. He's this little bitch that yeah. can't. If he doesn't have henchmen, like he's got they, nothing. He'll shit. get robbed. They'll talk shit, and there's nothing he can yeah. do about it. Yep. And then we get the uh, like the House of Blue Leaves duel. That's all pretty, where it's got now a cage. And badass motherfucker have like composed themselves and they're standing. Well, they do the eye stare, and you think for a second, because Cage puts down like, "All right, you know what? I'm not gonna fight you, man." And dude puts his sword achieved, and then they're just staring. And, and at they're each just other. staring like they're 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 a few feet apart, and you've got like little snow yeah. coming by. And I swear to God, in my brain, I just heard like that sound yeah, from Kill Bill. The water, yeah. <laughs> There's almost the hint of like maybe we should just go after the governor because that guy sucks. That, is what I thought was going to happen. Honestly, I will say yeah. the direction this movie takes a couple of things, and you go, okay, it's probably going to happen. And it goes, no, 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 no we're not going to do that. That's an honor thing, yeah. you know. And but they both put their swords away and then immediately go, nah, fuck it, let's go to the death and go pull the swords out and then start going at it. And uh, Cage does some. Quick dodge movement and then which fucking, man, if I could ever pull that off while actively missing a testicle freshly, <laughs> exactly like it was a straight like superhero like knee slide with one leg back. It was like yeah, that was something. Uh, it was it was pretty unbelievable. But you know what? He did win. He bested the uh, the badass motherfucker. Yeah, and you kind of feel bad, but yeah, I mean, he's so lost good. your battle, dude. But then we get the um and and the next the next sequence where Bernice. You know who who has been trying to like take care of the sister, whatever, rolls up on the governor, and she's got a gun on him. Well, and, then we realize, and then you get the sort relationship. of the context. Yep. Okay. So in the dream sequences, her mother was shot. She's shot in the leg, and there's a guy. There's a there's a hand that comes down, the gloved hand that like pats her on the head. That to dude take, took no time to take. Literally, care of we realize the governor. Isn't like, you know, comes across her years later. She's on the street. She lost her mother. Literally, mom dead on the street goes, you're with me now. <laughs> like, we're talking about, what, five minutes after yes, mom's dead? Exactly. Like, they didn't even see if they could if save that. mom. Just like, like he, no, he's just like, your mom looks like you're, she's dead. You're going to be my sex slave, right? I mean, like, it, yeah. it, that kind of shit. So that's the thing. Yeah, it's not that he, it, it's not that he was like, you know, I want to take care of you. Or was he's a benefactor. Like, he's I want a, you he's to take a, care of me. Yeah, I'm a creep. He's a disgusting motherfucker. Yeah. And obviously, that is completely apparent in this exchange, where you know he's basically pleading it for his life, and the, or not pleading, but he's just like, yeah, no, you, you were never worthy, you slut, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and talking shit, and she's like, dude, I, I was gonna already kill the fuck out of you. Now I'm you're really, just really, gonna do just, it. you just want to add that shit because she's like, I was gonna just shoot you once, but you had to talk. So now I'm just now gonna I'm just keep gonna work my way shooting up. you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to so the she vital unloads organs. on him, kills his ass, dead. Word then, travels fast after this point. Indeed, because the now fast insanely is, fast. The, the fast. fastest motherfucker this side of the flash. Long haired flash kid who yes. he has three jobs, which is scream, 
front pass. Who, and, who had no reason being in Samurai Town in the first yeah. place because before he was still back with Ratman, which was a day's travel by car. <laughs> it was, but kids fast. So literally, kid, governor kid sees that falls down. The next sequence is it's the kid running. Is the kid, governor's dead. Kid governor's running, dead. Just announcing governor's dead to everybody, and you're like, wait, it was yeah. Again, was this a car drive way from? No, no, don't worry about it. Kid is fast the as shit. Kid's not even out of breath yet. It's like the next block up now. Yeah, they're all celebrating, and they they make the decision. All right. Time can go on, and they y- let y- go. You know what? You know what we should do now. That the governor's dead. Blow up our home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, but the whole thing is, is they go. All right, this ridiculous thing of us holding the one uh, out hand of uh, the clock not moving. We can do it now, governor. Let it go. And again, did I miss something <laughs> earlier in the movie that explained that the governor had put them in this situation? No, no. Anything of the sort? No. no. This is just some weird religious bullshit that they came up with. The governor's dead, so it's a good sign. I guess, but the governor's dead means they can change their lives, and their prophecy is different. I I have fucking no idea. I was gonna say, come on, it's interpretational shit, man. Earlier in it, like it was still like kind of unclear to me of like if it if this was supposed to be set in like just this area that got contaminated (laughs) by the fucking nuclear waste was like the wasteland, and then everything else outside of that area was still safe, and like that was just being stuck there, but. Yeah, no, it, no. It, it it made no sense, but they were just like, fuck it, now we can just let time these go guys, on and these blow guys everything have up. Been for how, who knows the length of time that they have been tug a rope, like, with the rope, holding that fucking clock from continuing. Because no for one years. fucking put an anchor and down. And then they're, they're heard by Little Flash that or the, like, fucking, the governor's dead, and they're like, all right, well, mm, it worked. We did it. We can let time start up again. We fuck. can go. <laughs> no, okay. No one thought about, like, taking apart the bomb. <laughs> Nobody went behind in, it. In, and went, in the years, no one was like, "Shit, you know what we should do?" Like, I don't know, pull the power supply on the clock. Yeah, but uh, apparently, the clock all it takes is to get through one full minute, and then it just fucking explodes. And they're all like, to... "Fuck, we have 15 seconds at any point in time." Like, uh, dude, uh, unscrew the gear. But they're all <laughs> celebrated the clock right? blowing up yes. to represent. The town square a explodes. Good, a good clock, which was down. also where they were all sleeping and living. Yes. <laughs> and in case you were worried about Nick Cage's other ball, by the way, um, Bernice <laughs> does grab the key to un comes back to it. Yes. To unlock the, the he suit. does get she, the key. Yeah. Th- she did not. Her her sister, sister had right. snagged it the off sin- of the governor and then dropped it in the middle of town square right. in the bloodbath. And he just happened to like wander up to it and be like. <laughs> Here's what it is. Oh, good. My ball, Coach. my other ball. Is, my other ball is, is safe. Is safe. Yeah. <laughs> he has a parting line as they are walking through town in the finale where he says, this samurai town is going to be beautiful one day. Yeah, as, as he's sitting there like with his whole arm and hand wrapped up, when he had the goddamn, when he had the goddamn sword on there, it was literally like attached through multiple fingers, just like screwed in. <laughs> yep. Through the bones with like not even Phillips head, like straight head machinist <sighs> screws straight in the thing. It's like if you're planning on saving the goddamn hand, you could have just like duct taped it. Nope. We're going straight through the bone <laughs> with machinist screws. Oh man. So yeah, up. uh everyone, that was uh Prisoners of the Ghostland. Holy shit. I, 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 fucking I still even after ta- watching it and talking about it, there are parts of the movie I still don't fucking understand. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is 
an experience that is endlessly uh, rewatchable because you'll still never fucking understand half the shit in the movie. I, yeah. I, I can watch this five more times and I'll be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. But oh man, that's not even going deep into any of the like fugue state dream sequences that he had, where he was just oh, having man. conversations with like the entire interpretive dance collective as at once. And this, left this and one of right. those movies. I don't know if I would suggest you should watch it on drugs or stay away from this movie on drugs because who so, fucking knows? I watched it drunk once and and stoned once. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but I'm saying, I mean, would you probably, watch this movie on shrooms? Because I don't know. It, there's parts you're like, wow, that could look really fucking crazy. No. But there's other parts you're like, I think I'm losing my fucking mind right now. <laughs> I, so I don't know, man. I can tell you I will not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so. And here's the part where I will admit that uh, I will never be as good of a guest as Murph. Because I did not research the background of this story. It could have been a manga. Who knows, man? Who knows? I don't Who think it was, though, but it might have been. I have no idea. Yeah. All right, but, so yeah. this is where we get to double featuring it. Yes, so yes, we oh. want to figure out if we were going to show this movie with another movie, what would it be? Do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I got one that fits this. Get it. Let's take one genre and throw it right all its fucking head and go to a movie where one genre, but then it turns into a whole other one, the good, the bad, and the weird. I don't know if you've seen this. Good, the bad, and the weird. Yes, it is oh. a kung fu western, but don't fucking bring up some goddamn Shanghai Nights bullshit or Shanghai Noon. This is an actual good movie where oh, it's shit. a western, but it's fucking samurized. Everybody's still in western gear, but okay. it's it's like pretty much just kung fu fighting, but in the west. So I remember like there was a Takashi Miike movie called like Sukiyaki Western Django. But uh, I have not seen what you just talked about, and I want to. Yeah, yeah, it's worth checking out. It's it's fucking bonkers. All right, I will. Uh, I will put mine out there, and and you hit the nail on the head early in the episode where you were just like, "This is like some Terry Gilliam shit." Like, yeah. Because the very first thing I thought of was Time Bandits. I mean, it can be oh. time. You can throw any Terry. Gilliam. I mean, because Time you can Bandits. Baron Munchauser. I mean, any it of those movies with this genre to world to like, uh, they're in the fantasy world. They're in ancient Greece. It's like every. They're in the oh, fucking. That's a good one. There's a goddamn yeah. like laser like starfighter situation in in a, in a in a fucking magic evil castle <laughs> scenario. <laughs> like, it's a. It, it's so goddamn bananas where it goes. There's Robin Hood situation like. Everywhere. Oh no, it's all over the place. So, so following that movie, and following this movie, just in my brain, we're just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, do you have anything you could think of if you were to double feature um, this? If I if I double featured it, I'd go for Death Race. There you like, go. Like, oh, like the yeah, original dude. one, and just make that whole shitty stretch just be one part of the whole <laughs> freaking track. Just Fuck so it's yeah. like going through like. Okay, now we end up having to like cut through the streets in Samurai Town as like all yep. the crazy crap's going on there. Oh, you got the giant stretch that you could do with the ghost buses and explosions going left and right dude. straight into a bandit town. <laughs> Motherfucker. That, 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 that's where I would go with that. I got yeah, one more I want to throw out there. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Return to Oz. I don't know if either oh, of y'all yeah. watched that. Shit, but yes. That movie still. God. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? Half this this kid's movie, mind you. That I still is, want yeah. to make a Wheeler suit. Yeah, but that <laughs> yep. believe I will one day. I almost <laughs> had the same feelings from watching this movie as when I was a child 
watching Return to Oz for the first time, where I was like, I, I feel like I should know what's going on, but the beats are <laughs> tick all the fuck tick all like, Yeah. So I would always throw that out there as a weird kind my, of throw out there. My very first feature. inclination, which ended up being like a runner-up in case somebody had already mentioned Time Bandits, was Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Just because it goes like all over the damn place, yeah. you know? But no, I, I these are great fucking double feature recommendations. I love these. They're also, I would awesome. love to see Ash versus Hero. Oh that would be God. awesome, dude. And that's after yeah. So chainsaw <laughs> hand versus sword hand. Yeah, go full blown beat it like tape the left hands <laughs> now, together. <laughs> let's just imagine a world where Hero leaves whatever weird ass mythical realm they were in. Yeah, goes back to the states. Is driving a big fucking like you know modern uh, you know sports you know American muscle car, and ends up at a restaurant with a flat tire. Could he be in a future in later in life the Willy's Wonderland character? No shit, there is a possibility because he didn't have many lines in this. He did say some shit, but he definitely didn't say shit in that that movie. But anyway. we got to wrap this motherfucker up. Oh, yeah. We got into some heavy detail. <laughs> I think some of it was just ask, qu- asking each other, do like, you know what you, this is? Do you understand what the yeah. fuck happened here? Yeah. There, was, there was, I think, some assistance asked from the other panelists. So There was there was a lot to go through yeah. here. I don't. I have no idea how long we've gone. We, we're over an hour now. Oh, right? yeah, we're, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you want to talk about the sponsors a little bit? Yeah, I mean, Let's do it. shit. You can go to GYPodcast.com. Little links up there. There's a nice little link for Amazon. Click on that link. Go shop like you usually do, but shit, helps us out a little bit. Get a little fundage, equipment, sometimes alcohol, things of that sort, but just help out the podcast. Fuck yeah. You know, again, you're going to go on Amazon anyway. Might as well fucking just go through our website, click on the link. True. So, and then uh, we got some merch, right? Yeah, we do. Oh, shit. How do you yeah, get to the, how do you get I to the merch? I think we have a new design up unless uh, Hobbit has been dropping the damn ball. <laughs> Uh, I said it to our talk weeks, shit about some weeks ago. Part of the show, so but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, T Public links up there. That yeah. same website I just told you about. So I mean, and there is for all the GUI shows, including ours. Yep. Another great one from the Mouse of Madness. Great shows like that. Um, there's I don't know what fucking like thirty different designs from oh, all yeah, the yeah. podcasts. Not just shirts. You can get them on fucking anything. Banners. Damn right. Except for koozies, and I like to remind uh, Lowdown about that. No koozies, but <laughs> besides that, a bunch of different shit. So, reach out to us uh, directly as well, like uh, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast on Facebook. You can uh, email us directly at Beautiful Disasters Podcast at gmail Send us fucking recommendations. Yeah, we we want to watch weird ass shit. That's what this whole fucking podcast is about. So, and, like, or just you know, comment on when we you know post the episodes. Did you watch that? What did you right. think of it? Like, did you think it was great? Did you think it was terrible or what? So, yeah. and of course, uh, go to gypodcast.com and check out all the other damn shows. And you know, like, support the network. We got a lot of cool shit going on. So, uh, I do want a uh, couple quick thanks. I want to thank uh, Patrick DeRoche for yeah fucking amazing music that we've been using the last couple months. Uh, we've used his songs "Detox" and "Move On" for the intro and outro. Uh, you can find all of his stuff on YouTube. And Nick, of course, you are very well. Uh, I am. I, I am well acquainted with Patrick. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've uh, I've been playing with him for the last nineteen years. God damn! All right, <laughs> has it been that long? Because I've been seeing it I, has. I, I've seen some synthetic nightmare shows, like 
two singers ago. Damn. Or well, something. It, it, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. I, start, I started playing with Patrick in 2003. We're still making music nice. together now, and at this point, I probably have a backlog of, I'm estimating, I know the last time I actually like compiled it, it was over 900 songs that we hadn't even touched yet. Because he's Damn. just a machine, and he's just happy to see people using his stuff. He's got a band camp up now. Um, he does he, have a band camp. He, he, he does have a band camp up That's now. That's new. All right. I'll um, have to put a link to that. Yeah. Uh, so you know how you said before, like, you knew that he put up a couple albums. This is a different one that he just put up a whole other set of 12 to because, he, <laughs> because he'll write an album a week. And he, he's just happy to see people using his stuff. Um, he is prolific, and he's one of my favorite quality weirdos. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he's an awesome dude, and I love... I love working with him, and I love seeing it whenever anyone uses his music because it, it, it. In by extension, it's mine too because everything that I do is is with him. Nice. Um, so I got to thank y'all for using that and and giving him a little bit of publicity. He's he's one of my favorite people in the world. He's absolutely my favorite musician. I've been lucky enough that I've gotten to play with my favorite writer for the last twenty years. Fuck yeah! So we love thank you, you for that. Yeah. <laughs> And I, uh, hopefully, we get to see you guys play live here sometime soon. I, we're we're in this 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 time where like the the last pandemic situation has started to subside a little bit. You know, things are starting to happen again. There's shows yeah. that are opening up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's getting so, a little safe again. So, so I'm looking forward to hopefully sometime some synthetic here soon. Uh, we're we're gonna get to actually do a little bit of Ash and Ember uh, this week live so Ooh, nice that's right. gonna be fun that's uh then that's me and uh it's me and patrick's uh newer project that uh will from synthetic is also in on that so Fuck yes. that's gonna be fun we get to play out a little bit for the first time this week so kick ass yeah all right so i think that pretty much wraps it up yeah it does so all right uh nick thank you so much for being on the episode hey thank y'all for having me and uh thank you for listening to all of you guys i've been the groots happy honor take care Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Show. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>